Basketball Manitoba podcast, we have Keelan Filowich. She is currently playing her first year as a professional basketball player in Germany for the Astro Ladies. She is a graduate of Vincent Massey Collegiate, where she won a provincial championship, was a two-time All-Manitoban, and was recognized as the MHSAA Athlete of the Year. She played on the Manitoba Provincial Team for five years, winning a gold medal in 2014. After high school, she was recruited to play at the University of British Columbia, where she was Canada West All-Rookie Team, Canada West First Team All-Star two times, Canada West Player of the Year, U-Sport First Team All-Star, and was the UBC Female Athlete of the Year. She then transferred back to her hometown, suiting up for the Winnipeg Westmen, where they went all the way to the national final. With the Westmen, she was recognized as Canada West First Team All-Star, Canada West Player of the Year, U-Sport First Team All-Star, and was U-Sport Player of the Year. Keelan, welcome to the podcast. Hi, thanks for having me. Okay, so I'm going through your bio. I'm, I'm, I'm building it out here. And, uh, you know, offline, I was like, man, there's just so many awards. I actually was mentioning to people in the office. It's like just so many awards. Um, and then I was like, what I do with some of the other guests, I actually go and look and there's this website that tracks all of like the, the stats. And so I went in to go look real quick. I'm like, well, I wonder where you're ranking um, in the UBC all-time record book. And suffice it to say, you were ranked pretty high there as well. And we didn't list some of those things in the um, in the bio because I was like, hey, this is going to be too much. So <laughs> suffice it to say, you've had an unbelievable collegiate career. You had, had an unbelievable uh, high school career. I mean, winning a gold medal. I mean, you've just kind of been doing so much. But now you're in Germany and it's another like it's just a fresh start. Um, we were chatting offline. I was like ha- asking you how you're liking it. Um, Tell us a little bit about that. Like, I mean, how's it been so far? You've only been out there. How long have you been out there for? Yeah, so I just got here end of August. Um, okay. I allowed. I was allowed to start practicing September 1st because that's when my health insurance kicked in. Okay. Um, <laughs> so finally got to start practicing. And honestly, the, the atmosphere in Germany is not that different from Canada in terms of the whole vibe. Uh, I didn't find like a huge culture shock. Like the grocery stores look the same. Uh, there's just different writing. So uh, getting used to that. Um, the people are all super nice. Uh, I'm loving my team a lot. Um, in terms of the basketball, I find much of the same, but also kind of different. Uh, definitely a lot faster. The pro game is. Um, and I don't mind that I kind of knew coming in, it would be definitely a faster, more, a lot of people with more basketball IQ playing. Um, but the biggest difference I think I noticed was in practices, how we don't split up post and guards, like, which might seem like a small difference, but I think it's huge because every practice I've been in terms of like my collegiate career at UBC and U of W we've always split up like, Hey, post bigs over here, guards go down here and we do different stuff. But here there's, there's a huge philosophy on like, everybody shoots the three, like everybody's going to have that footwork. Uh, everybody's going to know how to come off the screen. Everybody's going to know how to, you know, get, get inside, go to work. <laughs> um, so I find that's the biggest thing. Like I see my guards on my team, they have footwork, they're in there. Like they want to post up, uh, the bigs on my team, they're out there shooting threes coming off flares. So I think that's one of the best kind of things I've noticed transitioning here. Um, and obviously still a lot to learn. I've only been here 
almost two months. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I can't complain. It's been a really good, good start. For sure. For sure. I mean, like yeah. year one, you're like what, two, three, that's, I mean, we're in October right now. So yeah, <laughs> like three months. So, well, yeah. I, that's super interesting because you do hear that about the, the European game, right? We know that like they, they do things differently, right? Like yeah. it's not the same. And so to hear yeah. you say that is like, yeah, it makes sense. But do you feel that like when you first got there and they're like, okay, like you're, you're doing things, was it a little bit challenging or were you just natural? Like, yeah, okay, let's go. This is perfect. This is actually what I would, would have preferred to be doing all these years. <laughs> Um, definitely my first practice. I don't know if it was the time change or what I was struggling, like couldn't catch a ball. Like what is basketball? Um, <laughs> was not, not having it, but as I've kind of got my legs under me and everything, I think I like it a lot better. I mean, I like being able to be outside, um, in the pro great in the pro game. Um, I need to expand my range and play out there. Um, so I'm really enjoying it. Um, and I think it's something that going back to Canada, I'm going to tell a lot of people about, um, and share with a lot of coaches. Cause I think it is incredibly important that players have, you know, both of those skills and the fact that we separate posts and guards so early, um, in the game. Cause I think we're separating us in high school or middle school. Mm-hmm. Um, so the fact that we get to do everything together. I think it's huge. And you definitely see it in the players. Everybody's more fluid on the court. There's not that hard, like this is a one skill set. This is a two skill set. Um, it's a lot more fluid. And I really noticed it. We got to go, um, the Euro basket was playing uh, near us in Cologne. So we got to go watch Luka Doncic, um, got to watch Germany uh, play. And you just see on those teams, the European game, everybody plays everywhere they all have the skill sets so if they're put in a position in a game to you know post up they're they're doing that they have the footwork to do that mm-hmm. um and so yeah that's definitely opened my eyes and uh i'm excited to be over here because i like that kind of game for sure for sure yeah yeah that's no, that's a great point because like like i think in canada we we get caught too much um trying to emulate the american system we're so mm-hmm. close so it's like yeah. oh like they, that's what they do so like it makes sense but you know i mean we don't necessarily have the population or the amount of people playing basketball so like we're gonna have less like you know natural ability so you know that's yeah. that's the one thing i always love about the european basketball players because you get people who like they're not even that good of athletes but like they're yeah. good basketball players and yeah. and and that's because to your point it's like they have they have a wide range of skills that they can implement when they need to right so it's super interesting yeah. to hear you say that and I'm, yeah. and I'm curious to see how your game expands, right? Like you have good mm-hmm. touch and everything. So now as you get to like do more, you're like, okay, it's like I was saying, it's like, maybe I should have been doing more of this, yeah. you know, like <laughs> earlier on, like what's exactly. going on, you know? Yeah. So yeah, no, definitely. very, very interesting. So, okay. So we know where you are now, you know, the bio kind of like walked us through, uh, you know, kind of gave us a big picture. Like, okay, this is how your career went. This is, you know, we can list yeah. these awards up on the wall, but you know, I, um, and this probably won't surprise you at all. Like, um, I obviously know, uh, I wouldn't say very well, but I've had many interactions with your mother, right? Yeah. Because of course, throughout the years, like with yeah. basketball, like your mom's a basketball yeah. person, right? And so we've talked quite a bit and I remember always like talking about you and stuff like that. And, and uh, she's very proud, right? So she's yeah. very, very, you know, like I'm gonna talk about oh, yeah. <laughs> my, my kids. And, but I say all that just because I'm going to just assume, unless you tell us otherwise here, that they were, you know, your, your, your parents and your family is probably a very active athletic family. So 
the question is, is like, when did you, what are your first basketball memories? I'm sure you played a bunch of sports, but like basketball specifically, when did you first start playing it? Where did you first start playing it? Who introduced you to it? Tell, tell, tell us a little yeah. about that. So uh, growing up, I always knew my mom and dad uh, met in college and that they both played <laughs> college ball. Um, it was not a secret. Like they told everybody <laughs> I knew. So um, that, that was kind of my first introduction, I guess, to basketball because they always, you know, had it on the TV, um, yep. talked about it a lot. They had a lot of friends um, and knew the community very well. Um, but growing up, I think I played hockey was my like first true love sport. Um, yep. And it wasn't till grade six. Um, my mom was like, hey, do you want to play basketball? Like uh, they need a coach for the Waverly Community Club. Um, and they contacted me and, you know, it's your age. Why don't you, why don't you play? And so that was kind of my first real, I guess, basketball season and like mm -hmm. actually going to practice and stuff. Um, and I think my parents were really excited. My dad got me a pair of Kobe's. Like, I was, <laughs> you know, I was set. Um, he was like, finally, we're right? doing this. He was like, finally, Let's go. enough with the hockey equipment. Yeah, like, yeah, he was so exactly. excited. Um, so, yeah, so that was my first season. And I remember just being like, yeah, this is cool. Like, it was kind of, we played every Sunday. And um, I really liked the games, didn't know about the practices. I was like, this is all running, you know. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Um, and it was, it was okay. Um, I was at that point, I was very, not very high level, but playing the highest level of hockey and, and, you know, we're showing up to games and, um, dresses and stuff looking nice. And mm -hmm. so I was kind of used to that elite world. And then this basketball was community club. So I wasn't really <laughs> yeah, 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 I was yeah. like, Oh, this is, you know, I don't know how I feel about this. Um, and so yeah, so my mom coached me, which was, you know, has its ups and downs. Um, and it was a good season. We ended up winning um, that year. And so, of course, winning winning helps. And so I decided, you know what, next year um, I'm going to play again. Um, went on in grade seven, played, uh, played for community club, as well as started playing edge uh with minich nowering he was our coach and because i was always friends with skylar and uh so growing up we uh lived very close so again played on his team grade seven still loved it um and then i believe in grade eight was the first year that i had like an actual school season because you know grade mm, seven they still yeah. kind of do that just yeah. like one tournament yeah um, yeah yeah so grade eight was finally like, okay, we're going to see how this is actually for a whole, you know, you play all through winter. Um, and that was when uh, Jody Sampson and Darren Sampson were my coaches and obviously huge names in the basketball community. They love basketball, um, you know, and they demanded a lot from me, which I think I needed because playing for playing for my mom, uh, you kind of have a different power structure there you know for sure for i had sure. no problem mouthing off with her <laughs> yeah it's your mom it, yeah exactly if i didn't <laughs> want to do something like i'm not doing that like, <laughs> yeah i'm not i'm not doing that so um that is, this is the first time i think i things were demanded of me and they at that point i was six one so like uh obviously the biggest girl on the court 
Mm-hmm. Um, obviously they're looking a lot for me. Um, and so that was kind of the first time where I was like, okay, I actually like this basketball thing. Mm-hmm. Like I like, um, the structure. I like learning an offense. I like the tactical things, you know, we are talking about on defense, what we should do, um, on offense, what are, what are good plays. And I, I just like that whole world of, um, it's not just being from grade seven, you know, you just basically pass run layup. Yeah. 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 Um, I loved learning about the game. Um, and so that was a great season. Uh, we ended up losing in the provincial championships to, uh, Kiana and Kiana <laughs> yeah obviously. I'm sure you ran into them quite a few you ended up playing Which, with them obviously but yeah but <laughs> it's a lot more fun uh, playing with them than against yeah. them I'll let no you know. um but yeah so we had a great season I think like our team was beating everybody by 20 but then their team was beating everybody by 20 so like yeah yeah it was kind of um fun but also we'd, we'd win and then be like, Oh shoot, we have to play them. So, yeah. 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 <laughs> yeah. So then, so was that grade eight year kind of like your first, like, where you're like, this is serious, like became yeah. like, I'm actually doing this now. Yeah, definitely. I think I, at that point I was still, I was playing volleyball, um, very competitively and, um, hockey still. So I remember mm-hmm. like, I'd have to every week I'd have to pick one of those sports to miss a practice of. And so hockey at that point was super strict and they're like, well, if you miss a practice, you're sitting a period. Yeah. 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 So, you know, I kind of had to weigh those. Um, My best friend, Karina McLennan, she also was in the same boat um, with hockey and playing basketball. So we kind of just took turns taking a practice off. (laughs) Um, But definitely, I think that's when I realized like, okay, this is a serious, like definitely top three of Mm -hmm. my favorite sports that I'm playing right now. Mm -hmm. Um, And definitely something I could see myself playing high school and then maybe university Mm -hmm. um, if I stick with it and you know get better so then that summer was the U15 provincial tryouts Mm -hmm. so I remember going to that and just being totally scared because I knew (laughs) of a lot of the girls Um, I had played against uh, Kia and Kiana at this point Um, but also it was totally a a new world to me because I didn't know any of the older girls. It was a U15 team. So I was still 14 at the time. Um, didn't know a lot. Uh, Sarah, Sarah was our, uh, head coach there with Jana. Um, and I honestly, I think I had the athleticism from hockey at that point. Um, I was tall, and my parents had connections. And <laughs> I think that kind of helped. Um, and so um, made the team. And at that point, I think my left hand was non-existent, um, <laughs> like very raw. I was very raw as a basketball player still. For sure. um, but the whole tryout process was definitely an experience. Um, and it was nice to see the game being played at a higher level than I'd ever been a part of before. Mm-hmm. Um, so that definitely made me excited too. Um, and yeah, so I made the team um, and had honestly probably one of the best experiences of basketball ever that summer. Um, mm. Got close with Aganki and Kiana. Razel was on that team. Um, Brittany Prejean was on that team. 
Um, all of us younger girls, we got really close. Um, and I think that's what really helped us that year. We ended up beating Ontario who had at the time, Bridget Carlton, who plays on the Minnesota Lynx now plays for team Canada. Mm -hmm. They had all of these girls that ended up going, uh, Julia Chandler went to Syracuse. Um, another girl was the starting point guard at, uh, Illinois. Like they had all of these big names. And so we really had no business being in that game. Mm -hmm. Um, but we played them in the semifinals for nationals. And I think that was one of the most like engraved in my brain games that I will ever play in. And I'll never mm -hmm. forget it because mm -hmm. I mm -hmm. think all of the starting five, all of us cried at least one at one point in the game. <laughs> it was so intense. And none of yeah. us had experienced the yeah, pressure it was like, like first that. time, right? Yeah. First time. It's like, yeah. wow. So like, I remember at halftime, I think Razel and Kia cried. Um, I think in the third quarter sometime, Kiana cried, Jordan Tully cried, I was <laughs> crying. Like we're all just so intense. And that game ended up going to double overtime. Um, wow. And it was, and we ended up pulling off the win. And I think I've never had that feeling before of mm. just being in a, pressure situation, you know, yeah. na the national final game on the line. Yeah. Um, and then that's, I think that game is like, I can pinpoint it. And that's when I was like, I love the sport. Like, uh, that was I the moment. Loved, it was the moment. Like, I love the sport. I don't think I could play any other sport because nothing like in a hockey game, if you're up one, nothing, you know, it's, yes, it's close, but it's not that close. Yeah, and then yeah. there's nothing like a basketball game being one point away and you have like 20 seconds Yeah, and, yeah. or being tied and having the ball. Yeah. 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 Like know, there's nothing, no other sport that I've played that I felt like that. Mm -hmm. Um, so I think that definitely was the moment that I was like, yeah, I'm, I'm done. I'm sold basketball. <laughs> And honestly, That's I appreciate awesome. that my, my parents kind of let me find it on my own. Um, yeah. They never pressured me to play basketball. Um, mm. They never, yeah, it wasn't like I was two and they put a basketball in my hand and were like, yeah. you know, this is what you're doing. Yeah, yeah. Uh, they definitely let me and I, my, my brother as well, like find it on our own and fall in love with it on our own. Mm. And uh, that definitely happened for me. That's awesome. No, that's such yeah. a cool story. Like those moments, like you're when you're describing it, because like I think every basketball player has had some version of those moments and they understand yeah. what you were talking about with basketball, like how there's just an intensity to it and the back and forth and like scoring, like you had mentioned hockey. That's the one thing I'll say about most other sports, almost every other sport, um, like other sports. So basketball, it's like you're going to score. Like there's no yeah. way about yeah. it. And it's like the balance, the, the, the difficulty is like trying not to let the other team score. Whereas other sports, it's like scoring is hard. It's super hard. And so yeah. basketball has this like different <laughs> element to it where it's like, there's just like this back and forth and this intensity that yeah. in, at any moment uh, it can change like that. And like literally at any moment. Right. And so I, I totally get where you're, where you're coming from with that. Yeah. Cause like, obviously we've had our own moments, but yeah. I want to kind of go back. So like you kind of walked us through, you know, it was very recreational and like, you know, yeah. you're a small child all the way up to the point where you're like a teenager and you're like, okay, I really love this. So yeah. along that journey, um, you know, you had mentioned some of your, some of your coaches by name, yeah. but maybe there's some of those, 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 I like to call them mentors, right? Like, let's be honest, yeah. who were some of those mentors, 
um, that were like very instrumental and just kind of like guiding you or keeping you going or like showing you something new that just, when I asked you that question, like who are those first people that come to mind and maybe some of the things that they kind of taught you? Yeah. Um, I would definitely say Darren and Jody were huge mentors in me, uh, for basketball. Um, they, they are the ones, I think they're super excited seeing me come to the school and, um, at Acadia. And I mean, my dad taught there, so they weren't sure if I was going to come, but super excited, um, talking to me throughout all of grade seven, you know, can't wait, can't wait, um, till, till grade eight. And, you know, we finally have an actual basketball season, actual team. Um, and I think they taught me a lot about the game. Like as I, as I mentioned before, the more tactical stuff, um, Mm -hmm. they taught me how important it is, um, to be a leader, I think, um, because, you know, before I was, I was still young, uh, there's, you know, there's leaders in terms of they're the best person and kind of all the kids know it. So you mm-hmm. pass the puck to them or you pass the yeah. ball to them. And, yeah. um, but there's nobody really that truly embodied a leader and what, what the responsibilities are of a leader. And I mm-hmm. think they demanded that of me. Um, and, and shown me a lot of what it took to be a leader and that, you know, you have to make sure everybody's okay first. Like you can't just come to practice and expect, you know, that things are going to go well, just because you're having a good day. Like everybody's mm-hmm. bringing their own things. Um, and so to make sure and go around and, you know, check in with everybody. Um, and so that was something definitely I learned, uh, building connections and bonds um, outside of basketball as well. Um, they would always put on kind of little events for us. Um, and so I think that definitely helped me to realize the importance of, you know, off-court um, friendships and connections. And I think mm-hmm. that's something I, I definitely took with me into my university career as well. Um, and then... Again, all the just tactical, like any, anywhere from like footwork kind of stuff in my own game to, okay, how can you put your teammates in positions to make them successful? Like, mm-hmm. why are you passing to so-and-so here? You know that they're, that's not a good position for them. So why would you put them in a, in a position such mm-hmm. as that? Like, that's mm-hmm. not um, beneficial for our team. And So all of those kind of things I was definitely learning. Um, And they'd always clip out little things for me to read on on leadership and um, basketball. And Darren would always call me uh, the boat. He said the best of all time. Uh, (laughs) And uh, it it was kind of the first people that really inspired me. And they're like, you know, you could be really good. Like, they said, you know, this is not just something like some of these girls are just doing this for fun um, and just, you know, to be involved in something within the school. But like, this is something you could actually do and be really good at. Mm-hmm. Um, so I think they inspired me a lot to just keep going with sport and put a lot in and um, definitely what hard work means because Darren is. I don't know if a lot of how many people know him, but he is very vocal and he will not keep things in. Uh, He will let you know. Like I remember grade eight. Yeah. Grade eight. We were at um, not Sisler. 
where did Key and Kiana play? Oh, uh, they not played at Sizzler. They played at Sizzler, but they're oh before good. that. Before that, yeah. Oh, I oh, can't gosh. even tell you. I can't even remember. But we, I remember being at that gym, and um, I fouled somebody in a fast break. I fouled Kia in a fast break, and he yelled at me, pulled me out of the game, and then continued to yell at me at the bench. Like, <laughs> you don't foul on a fast break. Like you don't. It was, I didn't know what a sportsman was like, mm-hmm. all of that. So he was like very adamant that I knew in that moment, like you never do this again until this day, I will not follow somebody. <laughs> like, unless my coach is like, absolutely yeah. telling me to, yes, yes. I will never do it because I, I just so clearly remember being yelled at on the end of the bench in that gym. Um, really stuck with you it sounds like it really stuck with <laughs> i was gonna say yeah. you're like fast forward we're like that was a long right? time ago you're like oh, it was remember. a long time ago i still remember <laughs> that feeling um but yeah but he yeah no he was somebody that i think demanded a lot from me and that's what i needed in that moment mm-hmm. um and that's kind of the coach that i've really liked playing for somebody who demands a lot of me and doesn't let me, you know, relax or coast ever. Mm-hmm. Um, especially at a young age, you know, when, when it's easy to just look at all your teammates who are just chilling, you know, they're not, they're not working out on their own. They're not mm-hmm. putting in extra work. They kind of just come to practice, uh, goof off. It's a way to talk to friends, you know, stay connected mm-hmm. with all your people. Mm-hmm. Um, he definitely demanded a lot more from me. And I think I'm super appreciative of that because, uh, carrying forward. I always have those values now. Um, and yeah, they, they were definitely amazing. And sounds like they like set the tone for you. It's like, okay, I understand. Like you said, like there's a pathway and this is, you go, they like took you and said, walk that way. And like, they're teaching everything. (laughs) Now just keep going. And you like, from there, you're like, okay, I get it. Like you understood from that point. Definitely. I understood that they were like, they needed to lay building blocks for me that I didn't know how to lay for myself yet. Um, and they definitely did that for me. And I'm so appreciative. Like, I remember when I made the provincial team um, in grade eight, Darren bought me Chinese food and we had a little <laughs> celebration lunch. Um, nice, nice. And yeah, no, they've always been on, on my side and definitely huge mentors and uh, people that I'm always like, giving thanks to uh anytime i've won any of my awards i always thank them because Mm -hmm. they were definitely the ones who started it for sure i can tell i mean like you don't say all those those things and if they didn't like it's just yeah and and i mean that's why i love i love asking people that question because like we don't you don't do this stuff alone right like everyone has some ability and natural ability this that and the other but we all know we all know or at least i i've known many of people who had a lot of and maybe they never met that that right mentor or they didn't listen to them whatever and I think like you had mentioned like think about everything you said maybe if you didn't have those mentors uh who knows right like you just don't know like we can't we can assume all sorts of stuff but like it's like you said anytime you receive an award but they're so critical in your life that you still reflect back now and you're like oh no like this was so important and it's not to say you couldn't have met somebody else you could have yeah, but yeah. they happen to be the people there. And I think that's why it's so important is like when you have this community around basketball, mm-hmm. because you're you're probably not the only one who has no. that experience from them. Yeah. Right. Like when yeah. you're 
you know, you typically mentors have tons of different people there that as mentees, right? And so yeah. I, I just love asking that question because I think it's super important for those people to get their kind of like their due and just, you know. Yeah, definitely. So I love hearing you say all that stuff. Is there yeah. anyone else? Um, I have so many questions to ask you, but like, is there anything, yeah. <laughs> is there any anyone else that you want to just give a shout out to or anyone else that was critical um, in, in, in kind of helping you along the path? Yeah, I definitely would say um, Sarah Lundgren was huge um, just in terms of being my first year in provincial team. Um, and she believed in me. Um, she knew I had what it takes and again, demanded a lot from me, but also at the same time made it fun and an enjoyable experience. Um, because at that time, provincial team, I think we started I think now they start end of May, but we were starting like beginning of April. Like mm -hmm. it was as soon as high or as soon as uh, your school season finished, you're jumping right in provincial team. We were yeah. doing weights a couple of times a week. We were doing two a days on the weekends. Like it was a very intense time and we spent a lot of time together. Um, but I'm incredibly grateful for how fun she made it because, you know, as a 14 year old giving up your summer to play basketball, mm -hmm. it's not everybody can do that. And um, if you, if you kind of go about it the wrong way as a coach, you can lose a lot of people um, Absolutely. and a lot of people that maybe are good at the game or love the game, but just because of how you made it, you, you could lose them. So super appreciative of Sarah. She actually played for my mom. So it was kind of like a full circle moment too, <laughs> nice. as well, which was nice. nice. Um, and yeah, uh, as well as uh uh, Stacy Hawash. It was another person, very instrumental. Um, she was my provincial team coach for U15, and then I got to play for her for grade 10, 11, 12 at Vincent Massey. Um, again, somebody that demands a lot out of you and doesn't let you slack off at all. Um, but so appreciative of her because she definitely helped me make my college dreams a reality. She was somebody I went to constantly. You know, okay, I have these offers. What do you think of this? Um, what do you think of these coaches? Um, and definitely being a ref, you know, she she knows them a little differently than maybe <laughs> yeah, I would yeah, see yeah. them. Yeah. Um, and but and she's been around the game too, you know. Uh, she played it at U of M, and she kind of knows how everything is works out and goes about in high school. And so she was somebody who, again, super pivotal in my whole basketball journey mm -hmm. um especially grade 10 11 12 I think are so instrumental um and set you up for the college game and I think she was somebody who I needed to play for because again she pushed me to to be better and no slacking off at all yeah yeah I can see a trend here <laughs> we yeah. know what type of coaches you like so yeah exactly so, okay so I have to ask you this so you mentioned Stacey obviously we, we got up to your high school career here now just jump right into it. You went to UBC, obviously. Yeah. Um, Why did you choose UBC and who else was recruiting you? <laughs> um, so I got a lot of emails from a lot of different coaches, especially in Canada. Um, I was holding out for the States, really a lot of place, um, a lot of places I wanted to go there. Um, but at the same time, I wasn't comfortable I didn't want to go to a small town school. Yeah. I didn't want my name to get lost. You know, um, playing for Team Canada was definitely something that I wanted to accomplish. So I was like, if I go to a small town, a small name school, a small town school, I don't know how much 
you know, Basketball Canada is going to follow me there. Yeah. Um, and I'd also just heard a lot of girls who had bad experiences, you know, went one year, got injured. They didn't treat you well. Yeah. So that was all kind of iffy. Um, and then just the fact that you get to play five years in Canada, that's, I think, what really sold me. Mm-hmm. Um, so in, t- in terms of teams that are recruiting me, it really, I wanted to play, I wanted to be in a big city. Yeah. Um, I think I always knew that I wanted to leave Winnipeg um, as much as Tanya and Michelle, you know, called me and we chatted. And stuff. <laughs> yeah, no I, I definitely told them from the start, you know, I need to go away. Um, that's something I just personally feel like I need to do. I need to get out of the city. I need to be by myself, um, experience something new. Um, so and they were very appreciative. Like they they saw that in me and they said, you know what? You have a spot. If you ever want to come back, you can always message, reach out. Um, and so they're, they're very good about that. Um, it was kind of hard on my mom, I think, because she was like, why aren't you going to U of M? Like, come on. There's no yeah, other yeah, choice. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, <laughs> she, she would have loved all the attention she yeah, would have gotten. Course, like, her friends course. could have messaged her and like, it's so exciting. <laughs> Your daughter's coming now. Um, so I think it was a little hard on her as much as she says, you know, <laughs> we, we, pre- we want Keelan to do what she wants to do, but I think it was definitely hard on her. Yeah. Um, yeah. but at the end, it really came down to McGill and UBC. Um, okay. those are the two teams, um, best schools, uh, in one, two of the top best schools in Canada. Yep. Um, they had really good teams at the time. Um, McGill had just come off. Uh, I think being national runner-up, UBC had just won or just got bronze. Um, so definitely good teams, uh, very good coaches. Um, and then really it came down to, I don't speak French. So <laughs> yeah. when I went on my visit there, I was like, they actually speak French here. Like yep. team, all the girls. So I was like, okay, you know what? I, I think... UBC fits me better. I loved how they had two, they had a full-time assistant coach, Carrie Watts, and then coach Deb, um, two like female staff. Mm-hmm. Um, I appreciate that a lot too. Um, and I loved Vancouver when I went, so. Yeah. It's it was, easy to love. <laughs> yeah, exactly. So it made my decision quite easy. Um, yeah. As I was going to say, you went to, you mean you went to go visit the campus. You're like, oh, okay. Right? I guess I'm yeah. coming here. Like, this, this is <laughs> no, exactly. Crazy. Exactly. Yeah. There's a beach, like five minute walk yeah. from the dorms. Uh, I'm like, unreal. Yeah, I'm sold. <laughs> unreal. Unreal. Yeah. Yeah. No, UBC is awesome. Yeah. Vancouver is awesome. It's a, I mean, oh. that's, that's home. That's home. That's my hometown outside of Winnipeg. Yeah. So like, and yeah, I know, I know it very, very well. I've heard many of people Definitely. who've never gone to the campus there and like whether it's on a visit or like they're like what this is amazing right or they've never been to vancouver as a city it's just so nice yeah no so nice yeah. and you get a little piece of everything there like yeah. you know Literally. city life nature Literally. beaches yeah. so yeah. it was an easy sell for me for sure for sure yeah well so then okay so then you know you admit you kind of uh mentioned it a few times and it's like you can come back whenever you want <laughs> So we obviously went through, and I'm going to ask you about this, is like the whole COVID yeah. season, right? Yeah. Like a COVID season and a half. Like I mean, yeah. it was kind of like, it was kind of like, I think, correct me if I'm wrong, you played the whole season and then was it nationals that got canceled? I don't and remember then, what happened. And then so, the following year, there was like a small, a smaller season, right? Or so was it canceled? <laughs> I think that whole season was canceled. So we got to mm-hmm. play our 18, 19 season fully. Um, yeah. 
Uh, my team didn't make it to nationals, unfortunately, but I got to go watch just because as I think that year is accepting awards. So me and my coach got to go. Um, and then I think a week later I got home from that, watching that nationals and then school was shut down. They're like, we're going online. Uh, so luckily it just missed our season. Um, and then the next year was totally canceled. So at that point Mm -hmm. I, I chose to collect my CERB on a beach in Vancouver and (laughs) I was kind of chilling out there all summer and we were just kind of waiting to hear, you know, what happens with the season. Um, September, I think was when we learned or no. Yeah. Was when we learned that, you know, there's not going to be a uh, Mm -hmm. season. Mm -hmm. Um, That would have been my senior season. So that was definitely disappointing and um, a lot of, different emotions um I felt just because yeah it was supposed to be my last year so now I'm Mm -hmm. like okay I'm gonna be done my school so what what would I even take next year in school it's a whole nother year that I have to be out here um a whole nother year that you know I have to try and find money and funds to put myself Mm -hmm. up here Mm -hmm. um so I think it was a, a lot to deal with October was definitely hard um I lived with three other girls, um, Marcy and Allie and Gabby, and we all, we were all going into our senior year. And I think we all took it very hard um, just because they knew that they, some of them had jobs lined up and Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. they weren't ready to, you know, give up on the job to play their senior season. So now they're like, okay, well, I guess my basketball career is done. And Mm -hmm. I think a lot of people across the country had to kind of make that decision. Okay. Well, am I just going to be done basketball now? Or am I going to wait out this year and then try and do something next year? Um, So, yeah, so that all happened. Um, Luckily that whole year though, Vancouver, I don't know the sport or the sporting council I guess and BC was not governed by the province they are their own entity so they had their own insurance Mm. so we actually were allowed to practice we were practicing like five on five doing everything um practicing five days a week we were going to live like it was really just like we had off season now for 10 months Mm -hmm. um and so during that I was definitely like why are we even practicing like we're not playing playing so much part like yeah 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 yeah. a lot to deal with but then I'd see my friends in Winnipeg and they couldn't even go into a gym like they're running around in the snow doing like rocky workouts yeah yeah (laughs) okay I guess I have it good here that we're at least allowed to practice and get into a gym whenever we want and um couldn't complain too much um so yeah, that that all kind of happened, and I think it was January of that year where um, it was again my mom trying to you know get me back home any any way possible. She was like, uh, "Oh, like what if you did what if you did a grad transfer? Like you know you're graduating. Mm-hmm. What if you what if you came back to Winnipeg and and played here? And I think when she says Winnipeg, she meant U of M. She didn't. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Um, but yeah, so she's like, what, what, why don't you do a grad transfer? And so that kind of triggered a little bit inside me. And it was also triggered because my head coach Deb at the time, she had just told me that she's going to retire at the end Mm -hmm. of this COVID year. She's not going to stay and do another. Mm -hmm. So that I think is what really 
set flames to the whole U of W thing and me thinking about doing a grad transfer because my head coach was leaving. Um, and then it really became real when they didn't hire my, um, so Carrie was my assistant. Mm -hmm. They ended up not hiring her and bringing in somebody new from Ontario. Um, and at that point I was like, okay, well, if I'm not paying for Deborah Carrie, I don't Mm -hmm. see myself at NBC. And if I'm going to stay another year, um, in college, I want to win a national championship because at this point I was also getting, um, interest and stuff to play pro for the following year. Mm -hmm. So that was another option. So I'm like, okay, well, if I'm coming back, I want to, I want to put myself in the best chance to win and win a national championship. Mm -hmm. So I start thinking, okay, well, just knowing what I knew about our UBC team, a new coach coming in and then the seniors that I knew were leaving. I, I didn't, I think we'd be good. I didn't think we had what the necessary parts to win a national championship. Um, so then I start looking, okay, who across the country has those parts in place? Well, <laughs> U of W, they have, Faith is coming back off injury. Kian is coming back off injury. Mm-hmm. Um, I've played for Tanya before. Uh, we won the national championships with her for provincial team. So I, that all was very, very intriguing. Um, I also was looking at some OUA teams, you know, um, but then, you know, what beats coming home for your last year, playing in front yeah. of family playing yeah. with all the girls you grew up with playing for a coach, you know, that you've already played for. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, I applied for a master's program at UW, um, with Tannis help, I guess, ended up getting in and, uh, it's, it all kind of worked out from there. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, I know it was interesting when I heard you were, were coming back, <laughs> obviously, and then like knowing the team, it was like, okay, this yeah. is going to be a, this is going to be big. Yeah. And, um, you know, we mentioned, <clears throat> I mentioned in the, in the intro, uh, and I don't, I'm sorry if this, this stings a little bit, I actually, uh, interviewed, um, Alyssa and she brought this yeah. up a little bit as well, just, you know, making yeah. it all that way. Um, and it's an accomplishment in itself, right? Like you make it yeah. all that way and like, you know, only one team can really win, but I'm yeah. sure that year in itself was special. I mean, obviously we talked about some of the individual awards you, you took home and mm-hmm. stuff like that. So I don't know what, what stands out the most about that whole, the whole journey, like you come back home. Now you are playing consistently in front. You got friends, family, like it's, it's home, yeah. hometown yeah. playing with, with old teammates. Like you guys won a gold medal. We, we didn't really talk about that in 2014. Yeah. Well, like what was it like? What stands out to you? Uh, it was honestly, it was an amazing season. And I think one of my favorite years of basketball that I've played. Um, I, lo- I loved playing for Tanya. I, I loved our provincial team um, experience. And then now getting to see her as a university coach, I, I love her even more. Um, people obviously see her on the sidelines of their games and stuff. And I think they see her as a certain way. And she's definitely a lot of that. Um, but she is one of the most caring people and coaches I've ever played for. Like the relationships that she has with players on our team, like she, she really cares about you. And if, Mm -hmm. um, if you give her stuff, uh, she, she's more than happy to give it, give it back to you and, you know, give you advice and, uh, check in with you and everything. Um, so that was amazing. Definitely fun playing with Kiana. I mean, she's uh, I think she's going to win player of the year this year and I'd love to see back-to-back U of W players win uh, yeah. player of the year 
Um, but I, I, th I think I said in my uh, speech when I won player of the year, I was like, you could have easily given this to Kiana and nobody, <laughs> nobody would have yeah. said anything because yeah. it's, it's true. It's fair. Um, she deserves all just as much credit um, and praise and everything. Um, and we became really, really close this year. I think that's one of the major things that came out of this year. Just, you know, we are always friends, always kept in kind of touch, but just the, the things that we went through this year um, as teammates yeah. made us way closer as friends and uh, definitely somebody that I'll have in, have in my life for the rest of my life. Um, obviously fun again, playing with faith too. Like it's just, it was so cool to be out there um, and not know who's going to go off for 20. Like, <laughs> yeah. like you, know, okay. Right? You double team me. Kiana and Faith are wide open or Anna and Robin are wide open. Like all of our starting five had the ability to go off on any given night. And I think that was something that I never really had before. You know, obviously you might have a team that's lucky enough to have two, uh, two really good players, but to have five girls out there who understand the game so well, um, all have such a good understanding of how to play one-on-one -on -one. Um, that's not a lot, something you see a lot in women's basketball because a lot of the girls I think are very good within systems, mm -hmm. um, and can thrive within a system. Uh, but all of us, we didn't really have a system. We were playing one-on-one -on -one out there and we understand, we understood each other's strengths and we understood each other's weaknesses. Um, and we kind of battled every night, went out there and found whoever was, uh, not, or guarded by the least uh <laughs> defensive specialist yeah, i guess yeah, and sure. we picked them apart and yeah uh everybody knew it and then we just watch as somebody goes off for 20 or <laughs> people go off for 20 and yeah yeah uh, definitely definitely a fun team to be a part of yeah no I, like yeah. i said it's 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 awesome and, and you're totally right you know i found it interesting um uh interesting i guess corollary to like your story and it would have been cool had she come back for that yeah. year yeah but um uh sorry i'm just completely blanking on her name i was no. thinking about it uh she just came back she's playing at um down south oh Rizal. Rizal, yeah. yeah sorry Rizal yeah. came and now yeah. she's playing i was like it's, oh, it's too bad you know it's like i mean I it didn't work out timing life stuff whatever right? but like that yeah. would have been crazy as she <laughs> it would have been crazy i'm so excited <laughs> though to watch this yeah this i know year, i know they didn't miss a beat and i mean yeah. kiana went off for 45 the other weekend so uh, yeah it's, it's, it's pretty it'll cool. be fun for them yeah pretty cool for sure Definitely. for sure cool so okay well we could we could talk about stuff like that. we didn't even talk about the, the the gold medal i mean it's i think you know you we, we could go into that but kind of have to wrap it up here so yeah do you want to finish with a, a a a question i kind of finish most of the interviews um with with the guests leaving some advice um, yeah. I think that's really important, uh, you know, whether it be coaches, I mean, we've had all sorts of different types of people, players, professional players. I mean, you're, you're, in, you know, I've interviewed people who are like, I've been playing pro forever. You're in your early years. Yeah. Um, but, you know, so it's always cool to get these different perspectives. Um, and obviously Definitely. we have different life experiences as well. Right. So yeah. pretty much imagine I'll, I'll paint this the picture for you. So imagine like you're talking to the provincial team. Okay. Uh, and you have a you're at Sport Manitoba building. You know they have those meet Team Manitoba. Yeah. They have those things, yeah. and every all the athletes are there, and they bring you out as a speaker. Yeah. And all, I want you also to imagine that every single person in that room, and you know probably a lot of them, 
will have this this desire but let's just imagine that every yeah. single one of them wants to essentially have the career that you had so the yeah. advice you're giving them is specific because it's like they want they look at you and they're like okay i want your career i want to do what you're doing you're playing pro you did this frizzle team all these awards yeah what would you what would be three pieces of advice that you would give them to those players those original team players um uh if, if you were standing in front of them if the, and they wanted to succeed the way that you succeeded in your definitely yeah i would definitely say to the the younger group of them the u15s uh play as many sports as you can um mm. i think that's something that has been totally lost within the recent years like people want to specialize as early as they can because they think it makes them better or mm -hmm. uh, more elite than everybody else. But I think I wouldn't have been the player I am without having played volleyball, played hockey. Mm -hmm. uh, I did handball, I did badminton, like I swam, like the amount of just physical maturity that your body does in each of those different sports is going to help you as a basketball player, but also mm -hmm. just the concepts. Like there's so many things in hockey that I could transfer over to basketball um, in terms of IQ wise that, you know, hadn't I not played the sport, I wouldn't have had, had that um, kind of mental advantage or mm -hmm. um, intelligent advantage. Um, so I would say play as many sports as you can um, just get that diversity because it's, it's, it won't be long until you're just playing basketball and yeah. you have many years to just play basketball. Like I had, you know, five years of college and now I'm in my, well, I had a COVID year. So six, and then <laughs> now I'm seven. So seven years, just playing basketball. Like that's yeah. a lot. Yeah. Um, yeah. And I miss the days when I played all these different sports and got to experience mm -hmm. a lot of stuff. So just try and play as many sports as you can. Um, and then I would also say to the older group, um, something that's always helped me is um, do what you can to win. Don't do what you can to be the best player. Um, that's not what you should be thinking about going into games. I think do what you can to win. If that means, you know, one game you're on the bench cheering, that's what you're doing. You're doing it the best you can because you know that's what's going to help your team win. Um, if it's maybe you have to rebound that game really hard, you have a tough matchup, you have to defend. Um, doing what you can to win um, and having that mindset, I think will definitely help you more than if you think, okay, I need to get 20 and 10 tonight. I need to go out there. All the games that I've gone out and thought, okay, I need to, you know, I'm averaging 20 and 10. So that means tonight I need to go out, get 20 and 10. I've had the worst games of my life because yeah. I'm just thinking of, I'm just looking up at the scoreboard. Oh, Phil, uh, yeah, like, yeah, yeah. Come on. Like, um, it doesn't, it doesn't work like that as much as I, I wish it did. And, um, but the games that I'm like, okay, we need to win. We need to, you know, this is going to be a challenging opponent. We need to get this W. Um, those are the games I think I have my most success because I'm not thinking about statistics. I'm just thinking about, okay, what do I have to do in this moment to, to help us win the game? If it's making shots, then, you know, I'm, I'm doing that. If it's rebounding, I'm doing that. If it's defending, I'm doing that. Cheering, I'm doing that. If it's checking up on, on your teammates, because, you know, they're having an off night, um, you're, you're going over there, you're, you're checking in with them. You're saying, you know, what's up. If it's talking to your coach, because you see something differently than, what they're doing, you're doing that. Mm -hmm. um, I think that's one of the biggest things I could I could tell players in general is just thinking about, 
okay, how am I going to go out there and win tonight? And then I've been rewatching the last dance recently. And um, I think it's, it's what Michael Jordan did is he, he wanted to win and some nights he'd go off for 50 because that's what they needed to win. And then some nights he'd hustle and, you know, he'd pick on his teammates because he knew that's what they needed to win. Mm-hmm. Um, so definitely uh, something that can apply to, to sport and hopefully make everybody uh, a little bit better at playing basketball. <laughs> Absolutely. I think you could take that and apply it to life too. I like that. So what, yeah. what, the specific, the way you said it was do what you can to win. Yeah, like do what you, you can it? to yeah, help, your, I like that. help your team win. Yeah, I like that. Do what you can to win because it's like yeah. you can't all like it, it really speaks to like people's roles, right? Like yeah. I may not be able to do something, but there are things I can do. And I think exactly. if I focus on those things that I can do and it's and the intention is to help my team win, like you said, not to yeah. like I can score. But if my intention is just to like get buckets, that right. might not be what my team <laughs> needs, especially exactly. if I'm not scoring well today. It's like, what are exactly. you doing? Right. So yeah, doing what yeah. you can. You know, I, I like that. Yeah. And I think it requires a lot of players to, you know, look, um, reflect on themselves and like, what yes. do I bring to a team um, as well as reflecting on the people around you? What do your what do your teammates bring to the team? Because, yeah, you could be going off for 20 and 10. But if your rest of your teammates are suffering because you're yes. just being a black hole out there, like, <laughs> exactly. that's not, that's not going to help you win. No, so, no. Yeah, no, that's, that's no. good advice. I like that. I like yeah. That. Yeah, I, seem, I, I see a, a future uh, uh, for you in coaching. Um, you, you come off as a coach yeah. already yeah. <laughs> um, and you say all the all the right things like uh, you, yeah. you seem uh, very wise beyond your years in, in, the, in this realm. So I, I, I see that for you. That's I don't okay. think I'm, I don't Perfect. think that's a stretch. I think I don't think that's yeah. a stretch at all. No. Um, you, had some, you had some very good mentors that established this in you and, and yeah. um, you know, so shout out to them. Um, I, I appreciate you taking the time. Uh, good luck in the rest of the season. Thank and you. Uh, I guess, are you, I, I know it's hit and miss with some people. Do you get to come home for the Christmas break or is it you're going to be out there? Yeah, the time? I'm just going to be out here. I think okay. uh, my parents are. They're going to come out. They're going to come out. Yeah. After go. Christmas, so there you go. It'll be perfect. Yeah, perfect. Exactly. <laughs> yeah. So yeah, no. Good luck. Um, and uh, yeah, I mean, again, I'm, I'm, I'm. If this podcast goes on long enough, and I happen to still be the host, I think I'll, I'll probably be interviewing again. Maybe it'll, it'll be uh, when we're, we're both much older, and you'll be coaching yeah. or something like that. Who knows? Oh yeah, Who knows? cool. cool. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, Sounds good to me. Okay. Thank, thanks so much, and uh, take awesome. care. No problem. Thanks for having me. All right. Me. Cool. Thanks for listening to today's episode. Please like, subscribe, follow, and share this series and reach out to us with your comments on the show. Thanks again for joining us.